Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome, as always. Thank you for joining us. Delighted to be spending our Saturday with you. Hope you're having a good day. And uh, if you want to reach us, you can get us on our Facebook page, which is computerandtechnologyradio.com. Check us out on Facebook. Call us. Check uh, the website if you want to call us. We'd love to hear from you. And if you want to get us on Twitter, you can do that uh, at Marsha Collier, and I am at Real Mark Cohen. Please hashtag your tweets. Please hashtag your tweets. Hashtag tech radio. Like Uncle Bill is doing. Good to see you out there, Piche. Good to see you. Uh, I'm in a room in tchat.io, and I will see your tweets during the show and when you tweet us during the week. So I'll be answering your tweets. And uh, Uncle Bill says, happy Daytona 500 weekend. Uh, Oh, yeah. I'm not a big NASCAR fan, but uh, I have been to the Indy 500. (laughs) Is what? Man, you don't like the Olympics. You don't I, like. No, I didn't say I don't like the Olympics. I said I didn't love the Winter Olympics. I love the Summer Olympics. Summer Olympics okay. are awesome. Uh, okay. But yeah, it's football, woman. Football, basketball, baseball. Those are the sports. And all the other stuff doesn't count. I'm sorry. Well, okay, uh, we all have our opinions. So, yes, how do, is well, your what week? is your favorite three? Well, hang on, hold on. What are your favorite sports? Um, baseball. Yeah, that was one of mine. Baseball. That was two of mine. And baseball. <laughs> That's it. Only baseball, huh? I love, so you, I mean, love baseball. I love it. Are you telling I me do you're not like a NASCAR auto, fan? I do like NASCAR, yes. I do like NASCAR. You do? do you, will you watch NASCAR? Honey, I used to publish Southern California Auto Racing, and I used yeah, to blah, go blah. to That's NASCAR Yeah, blah, blah. That's for a job. Races. That doesn't mean you liked it. That wasn't a job. I owned it. Oh. oh. <laughs> I owned the company. <laughs> yes. Did you, and did you race yes, as well? No, I did not, but it was back in the old days, and I got to stand between the racers when they said, gentlemen, cool. start your engines. I like and that. And they were all in their cars, and you could feel the vibrations of all those engines. I have some award-winning pictures I've taken of Richard Petty, as a matter of fact. Wow. So, honey, don't you talk to me about... I'm uh, impressed. I'm truly <laughs> impressed. We'll go, we'll go down to the track one day, the racetrack. And, Uncle, uh, ooh, the track, horses? No, not that track. I don't <laughs> no, understand that. horses at all, but I love the smell. Yeah. Uncle Bill says his favorite sports are uh, sports, sports, and more sports. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly. Uh, all right, so what is the story about Facebook and their VPN service? Man, man. Now, you know, I recommend everybody use a VPN. I use one when yeah. I travel, and every time I'm even out in a Starbucks or whatever, I have a VPN on all my devices. If anybody right. wants a free, free free month of a really good VPN, um, let me know on Twitter and I'll send you the code. Uh, and, you know, Marsha, before you go on, why don't you explain what a VPN is for people? We talk about it. Explain what it is. Okay, so a VPN kind of anonymizes you and protects you. Your data and everything you do through your phone is taken through a secure server instead of over the open lines Mm -hmm. how it works technically beats me Mm -hmm. Um, they work by making your laptop or uh, mobile device to connect to a third-party server before you go to a website or an online service Mm -hmm. okay so that's so that way your broadband provider AT&T Comcast Verizon doesn't know what you're doing 
because it goes to their servers first. So okay. it totally anonymizes you on the web. I use it when I'm in China because I'm in China. You are not allowed to use the Internet in a lot of places that I go to. And it anonymizes me and I use a VPN that's in uh, Virgin Islands. And okay. the reason you want it to be in a place like the Virgin Islands is because that's a politically neutral place. The government can't crash down and say we're closing all VPNs like they did in China. And all VPNs were wiped off of a uh, 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 the Apple Store and the Play Store for Android. They were just all wiped off. You couldn't get them. But if you're dealing with a company that's out of the country, there's less chance of that. So anyway, so I was looking around. And if you open your Facebook app and you see on the right where those three lines are, if you tap there, you're going to get a bunch of stuff, you know, like order food, mm-hmm. um, see that city guides. What Everybody's is different. Now, this doesn't show up on all my devices, just on one, which I found very interesting. Interesting. You mean the three yeah. lines or? yeah? No, okay. no, the oh. protect. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Towards the bottom, okay. it right. should say protect. And I'm looking on my phone. And any normal person would say, yes, I want to be protected. Let me tap there. And then it will offer to uh, send you to the App Store or the Apple Store mm-hmm. to download a VPN called Unevo. And if you've heard me talk about VPNs, you're going to say, oh, cool, this is a free VPN, and it's from yep. Facebook, and I trust it. So let's do that. Yep, looking at it right now. Except it's no. Facebook's it's Facebook's VPN. And the servers all your traffic goes to is Facebook. So in other words, even if you have, if you install this, even if you have the Facebook app off, Facebook will know everything that you're doing. So this is the, this helps Facebook when they want to acquire other companies. You know, okay, how many of our users are going to that website? How many of Mm -hmm. our users are using that app? They know all your information and also the website uh, the VPN that I use has a privacy policy that they do not store your data. And that's very important because there are some free ones. Uh, you know, you get what you pay for in technology pretty much. Right. Nothing is free. They sell the data. So I pay for mine, and I'm very happy, and it's private. But basically, you, you just, it's corporate spyware. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, not good. You're gi- you're giving it to Facebook. Yeah, can I interject real quick? So of course. Sure. Go ahead, sure just another wait. way for people to look at it. Well, first let me remind everyone that the internet is the hardware. The World Wide Web is a protocol we're running on top of that hardware. Right. There's other protocols we can run, most commonly FTP, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So just or remind- HTTP. Exactly. What we do in the web browser. Exactly. So people just need to remember there's something below the web that's actually running things. And that's part of what VPN leverage is. But think of it as your corporate uh, Internet. Instead of your home computer connecting to the Internet, you're at your office computer connecting to the corporate network, and then you're going to the Internet through that. Very good. I like that. Right. So VPN is you buying a private company acting as the corporate layer, Mm -hmm. which has pros and cons, but that's the analogy that I uh, use for it. Well, thank and you. And do you use one, Wade? 
I'm not. Do you that, use one? I, I do not. I do not. But <laughs> then I do everything here at work, so I'm kind oh, of okay. always going through my works network. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. I only use I use it on on mobile when I connect to like Starbucks Wi-Fi or I'm at a hotel hotel Wi-Fi. Right. I have it on on my travel computers, and That's I'm a big believer in. But anyway, so the bottom line. You download that thing. It's not there to protect you. Yes, I'm sure it will protect you. But the point is, you're giving all your data to Facebook for free. <laughs> Wonderful. Like we don't give enough to Facebook. Yeah, I do find exactly. that I am on I am I am on Facebook far less than I used to be. I still look well, they've at screwed up the algorithm. Um, yeah, I just. just uh, you know, it's supposedly has now. Facebook become more annoying. If you want to know if anybody has died, you just go to Facebook. Because yeah, then exactly. you immediately, I mean, and nobody calls you anymore to let you know someone has died. You just go to Facebook. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's and sometimes you don't know that because there are Facebook pages of people that I know have died that are still active. So, uh, which is always yeah, sad because when the birthday pops up of the person that you know has passed away, it's very sad. Well, uh, in a way, I like it because I like to go there and I sometimes type a little tribute onto the page yeah so yeah it's yeah, sad. i'm crazy okay uh this next story is i find this story fascinating and i really can't decide what i think about it and it's about this uh guy eric lundgren who uh is getting taken to uh, was taken to court and may face present for trying to extend computer lives what, what did you think of this and the story's interesting i think it's fascinating and if anybody wants to look it up the guy's name his first name eric is eric lundgren. did you say L-U-N-D-G-R-E-N, and he's got a company in Chatsworth, California. Today, his company, IT Asset Partners, uh, cleans up e-waste in Ghana and China. And Mm -hmm. in 2016, he had an initiative where the company repaired and donated more than 14,000 cell phones and $100,000 to the Cell Phones for Soldiers organization to benefit U.S. soldiers deployed overseas. But basically, he started out, he's a little guy here in Chatsworth, where we live, and he is a green guy, and his idea to start a business is, you know, when we throw away computers, where do they go? They send them to China. It's ridiculous. So he started his company, uh, first with American Airlines laptops. You know, they wipe the laptops, and they give it to him for disposal. Um, His clients are ibm motorola sprint i mean he's all legit right oh yeah definitely so, legit yeah so he's they're taking him thinking of taking him to prison why because when you get a computer and it has like official windows on it you know it has that sticker that says official yep. windows and it mm-hmm. has a key on it now yes the computers have been wiped but as long as it has that oem sticker on it that device can have that installation of Windows on it. It's mm-hmm. legit. Right. So Microsoft makes a thing called a restore disk, and those can only be used on computers that already have licensed Windows software, or you can download it for free. And when you run this, it'll restore the operating system, and he can give them to charity. He's not throwing them away. No He's, right. uh, you know, the computer companies have planned obsolescence. One of my best computers is running Windows 7 still, so go, go right. figure, right? You never know. It's the hardware. If your computer lasts, it lasts. I've known people for 15 years run the same computer. So anyway, then he copied this restore disk, and this is where he ended up in trouble. 
mm-hmm. because he went to sell them at a computer fair. By the way, he started this company when he was 19. Yeah, that's So, right. I mean, so he did this, and technically it's legal. But because he says Microsoft does not sell restore CDs, Microsoft license. sells licenses. Right, correct. So there you go. So that enabled the software to work. So uh, it's in court. I mean, all kinds of things are going on. In uh, 2013, federal authorities intercepted shipments of 28,000 restore disks that he had had manufactured in China sent to his partner in Florida. Mm-hmm. But again, they are restore disks. The key is already on the computer. It's an OEM right. copy. So this is what's going in court. I think it's fascinating, and I'll tweet an article about it, but uh, it's a little crazy. It's a little crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, they're saying they... that he could get a... Well, no, they're, telling, they're uh, saying that he could get a 15-month sentence, a $50,000 fine, and the, the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals apparently gr- granted the request of Lundgren, who is about to be surrendered to uh, for jail, and there, it's in the middle of the court now trying to figure out, did he do something wrong, didn't he? Who cares if he's fixing older computers? Well, you know, yeah, the they, and they, they brought in a an ex- expert witness, Glenn Weedock, author of numerous software books who testified for the government in a major antitrust case against Microsoft that was resolved in 2001. The right. guy was asked, quote, in your opinion, without a code, either product key or COA, what is the value of these installation restore disks? And his answer was zero or near zero. Right. Then the lawyer said, why would anybody pay for one? Because there's convenience. And I still say, when that computer was bought, as long as it has that sticker on, it's entitled to have Windows installed. So there you go. Rant of the day. It's a weird thing, a fascinating case, and I'm going to be following it. Cause well, and, the, you know, the reality <laughs> is that, that, let's face it, PCs... Free Lundgren. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Free Lundgren. Yeah. PCs are very inexpensive these days. You know, they're not Macs. They don't cost you thousands of dollars. You can get, I know, I use an Acer PC. It's a top-of-the-line touchscreen, blah, blah. I think it sells for four to $500. You know, are you really going to, if you're really trying to defraud people, are you going to go out and buy a $300 computer? Maybe you will, maybe you won't. But I don't think the quantity is mass. And, and he's getting But you see, in the price cost. of that $300 computer is already, right? The cost right, which of is the, already in the operating system, which is there. Yeah, the operating system was already on it before. So it's kind of silly. It really is kind of silly, and I hope the guy gets off and, uh, oh, well, moving on. Okay, yeah, so uh, it's crazy. I, I, this story cracked me up, and I have to say it's probably my sixth sense of humor. But, you know, Apple built this mega gorgeous complex. It has 12,000 Apple staff members. Uh, they're going to eventually call it Apple Park Home. Uh, and it's constructed with a lot of glass in the buildings. You know, they've got the world's largest panel of curved glass. The glass is clear, blah, blah, blah. Well, what's happening to the employees is they're walking into the glass, and they're banging into the glass. I know. What is that? Well, you know, like I walk behind you at CES, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, but at least you've got something to walk behind. These people are walking right now. You know, let's hope the glass is thick enough and all that's happening is they're banging their head. I mean, it's not a funny story if you hurt yourself. It really isn't because, you know. Yeah, especially when you have blood gushing out of your head, right? Well, yeah. It's no good. (laughs) I mean, have you ever walked into a sliding glass door not realizing it was closed? But I wanted to ask you, didn't they have... Uh, isn't there some kind of law where you're supposed to put stickers well, on, you know, on that's glass, true. sheet glass? I thought, because I know in I, Florida, you, 
There is. Yeah, that sounds familiar, and I don't know the answer. Maybe somebody can tweet us. And, and you go to the hotels, the they have those stupid little stickers of dolphins and stuff on the doors. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it says California law does say that employees should be, shall be protected against the hazard of walking through glass by barriers or conspicuous, durable markings. So they are supposed to, but when you're looking at a building of this size, you know, it's glass all the way around the building. You know, I don't right. know where you and put it's the within. What, what you don't see is it's within the building as well. Yeah, it looks like it's a gigantic spaceship. Yeah. It's, I, it's very cool, and, you know, God forbid somebody actually gets hurt doing this. It's not going to be such a funny story anymore. But uh, it And it can hurt. Trust me, it can hurt to walk into a, a pane of glass. Uh, well, so I can I know, imagine. That, and they've yeah. had a, the emergency squad and all that come out to uh, um, save people. It's, it's, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, it's not, bad. Not, it's not, bad. not good PR. Beautiful, and somebody should have really thought of that. It doesn't appear to be brain surgery. I mean, to realize that when you've got a, you know, a see-through piece of glass there, people are going to bump into the thing. So we'll see. Um, here's another story that I thought was kind of funny. Uh, did you did you tell me you ordered an Apple HomePod? No, we use okay. Alexa. I'm yeah, not well, paying three hundred. I've 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 used Siri. Bucks. No, thank you. We still well, every time we have a question. We were in the car the other day. I had you know I'm going to Barcelona and England right. uh, next week. Won't be here for the show. And oh, um, okay. You, well, that's I told you. Okay. I no, I told you. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, I we t- so, yeah, yeah. So we were both in the car, and I, you know, we try Siri because we didn't know exactly where it was, where C's candy was because I bring gifts, and. What is it? Siri kind of stumbled, and I don't know what she did, and I just said, oh, the heck with it. And even though I was at a red light, and I said into my phone, "Um, okay, Google, where's C's candy near me? And C's candy is, and and it went into a story about candy, too, which was hysterical. (laughs) Right, Um, exactly. but, But it's so good. So why would I... Go to HomePod. You know, there might be some question or desire that I might go to the Google one because it's so cheap. But right. I think Google gets enough data from me. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah I would say. <laughs> well, apparently this one, which sells for three forty nine at uh, the Apple Store, may ra- leave white rings on your wood surface. A number of the early HomePod adopters have reported that they leave a stain on their expensive wood furniture. That's not well, a good thing. Just so you know, I have heard, and I was reading on the Internet also, that Sonos speakers do the same thing. Really? So, well, this yeah, is so after 20 minutes. They, yeah, the, the, it was an article I read that Sonos speakers do the same thing. And since I don't, I'm not spending that kind of money for speakers, you know, how, how good do I really hear anyway? So. Well, apparently the problem is caused by oil diffusing between the silicon base and the table surface. Uh, and they may be hard to get out, according to it, like a water ring. Um, so the company recommended wiping the surface gently with a soft, damp, or dry cloth may remove the marks. If they don't go away, Apple says to clean the surface with furniture manufacturing recommended cleaning process. I don't want to do that. You're uh, right. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, for that kind of money, I want it to clean for me. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You have a little cleaner in the bottom of the, the thing right? and wipes it up for you. Uh, yeah, that's very interesting. And I mean, yes, it's easy enough to solve. Just don't put it on wood, I guess. But still, By the way, it's uh, kind of dumb. The, from Uncle Bill, 
He yep. let us know if you're on Twitter and you want to you want to know more about Eric Lundgren, our new hero, Mr. Green. Yes. His uh, Twitter ID is CEO Mr. Green on Twitter. I've just followed him. Oh, cool. So. Okay. There you go. Very cool. All right. Yep. Uh, so um, we were talking about smartphone upgrades. Well, we didn't start, but we might as well. Yeah, so we were about where you, bought... you and I were talking. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever gotten any upgrades for your smartphone, any kind of like a gimbal? I got a gimbal, but, man, they're heavy. You know, and a uh, gimbal, in other words, holds your camera steady when you're doing a video, so you could run with it or whatever, and you don't get yeah, I haven't really jump used it that. up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, heavy. <laughs> it's heavy. It's yeah. heavy. $149 down the toilet. <laughs> right. Yeah, don't use that. No, I, I normally don't use that kind of stuff. Uh, but you found well, what else? What a... You know, like clip-on lenses. Now, Kurt has right. used clip-on lenses on his iPhone for stuff. You know, extra mm-hmm. macro, I guess, or wide angle or whatever. So that's cool. Um, yeah. Did you know that you can still buy phone antennas? And this was a new one to me. Um, you can get antennas. It's called Gotenna Mesh. And what it does is you just clip it onto your phone, and it kind of creates a mesh network enabling private okay. communication between connected devices. So if you and your loved one want to talk to each other, Makes your own little network. So that's cool, I guess. Like if I texting stay with isn't it. good we, enough. <laughs> no, we need. To, we still continue to stay with the can. You know, with the string and the two cans on either end. But that that's works well. Way. That works. Yeah, well. that does work. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, okay. There's also and USB storage. We're going to talk something about some Android answers in the next segment, but. Um, just clip they make little usb storage devices that physically plug into your phone so you don't have to worry to download your stuff because you know i always thought 32 gigabytes was enough ha 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 but you know now that i've got a phone with 264 i know the difference (laughs) and how much do you fill of your 264 phone um that one I don't even look. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. well, it's kind you of know, funny I don't use I... a ton of apps, uh, but I do right. a lot of pictures. And with that phone, I'm totally feeling free to use videos. Yeah, so, I mean, when I, I upgraded to my iPhone 10, and I had previously had 128 gig that I had bought on it, and I looked at it and I had used 32 of 128. So this time when I upgraded the phone, I just went to a 64. Because I thought, why am I paying Apple all this extra money when I don't really need it? And, you know, you feel like, oh, my God, we're going to have these pictures. And I have a decent amount of pictures. I don't do a lot of video, of course. Uh, but right now I'm looking at my iPhone 10, and it, too, has 32.86 available out of my 64 gig. So, you know, why spend the extra money unless they're giving it to you, unless the phone happened to include it? But in Apple, each way you go up in size, you pay more money for that. Yeah. So, you know, you got to look at your stuff. You don't have to go to the latest, greatest if you don't need it because it costs you a lot more money, especially when you're buying something like an iPhone 10, which already well, is going to cost you a 1000 And we're talking about these little expanders, these USB storage devices. You know, if you want to do 4K video, yeah, you're going to have right. to unload that stuff somewhere. And I use Google Photos, which has unlimited storage. Mm-hmm. just yep. goes up there. Um, but for like $100, you can get these little flash drives like the Kingston Traveler Bolt Duo that right. just plug right into your phone. So that's very cool. Yeah. Now, the, the one... this is great. I like the game controller. Yeah, I was um, going to say, I like this too. Yeah, it's basically, if you picture an old Nintendo controller, 
the kind that you hold with two hands. Right, this, this one's actually in, like the this Xbox. Hold, right, this holds into holds your phone horizontally into a clamp, right. mm -hmm. so that you can play the games. And I yeah, think that's it. so cool. At like twenty nine ninety nine, that's a reasonable price. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to play games on your phone and you don't have a switch, I say for you know thirty forty bucks, all of a sudden you've got your answer to the switch without spending all the money. Yeah, if you're a gamer, you're used to playing video games with a controller, obviously. And one of the things that made me, I think, ultimately switch gaming from when I used the PC, which I, I used to be a PC gamer all the time. Uh, you know, all I the remember, mind, and you were you know, at E3, yeah. you were at all that stuff. Oh, man, I, you know, I would go to those things all the time, and I would play hours and hours and hours. And then when the uh, years ago, when PS, whatever, the first PlayStation came out, and, and the all array of Xbox and Nintendo, and somebody put a controller in my hand, I went, oh, this is so much easier. You know, using a controller to play a video game makes much more sense than trying to do it with your mouse. So uh, it makes some sense. So if you are a gamer, I think this is a great way to do it, and uh, and it's a lot of fun. And there's a lot of gaming done on the iPhone. Now, personally, it's too damn small for me to to play a game on my iPhone. I, you know, the, as big as the screens have gotten, they're still too the, small. You know, a phone screen is too small for me to do a lot of things. Right. I mean, even though, like, my Huawei, the, that Huawei Mate 10 Pro that we have. Yep. Yep. Um, it's beautiful. But I'd rather use a tablet, really, to tell you the truth. Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I always I use my tablet. tablet. I either use a gaming system, as I say, like PS4 or Xbox or whatever, uh, or I use my iPad. And the iPad is a nice big screen. You know, you can see Candy Crush really well on your. I, I have to confess, I am finally slowing down on Candy Crush. It's been like oh. three years and 2,300 <laughs> levels. You know, but I finally got to the point where I think I'm getting tired of Candy Crush. Uh. You know, I I I I was been thinking about starting a Candy Crush Anonymous group so that we can all you know. Get online and chat and talk about it. So, uh, well, you never played Uncle Bill, it, right? I remember our listener used to be a big gamer too. So, you know, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of gaming of going are, on. One more. I don't yeah. have time. You know, I love reading the news. I love that's how I found that story about Lundgren. You know, right. I poke around in the news. I look for stuff. It's just my way of learning. What can I say? Yeah, very oh, interesting. My. We don't have right, time well, to yeah, talk that... about NASA's RoboNot, but maybe we'll throw it in later if we have time. All right. Uh, also, we got the buy of the week coming up, so I've uh, got a good one for you. It's pursuant a good to our one. conversation. There yeah, you go. we'll be right back. This is Marsha Collier with Mark Cohen on WS Radio with a worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there, too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com, on your phone and in your ear everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. 
I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash express funding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation, all businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. You've heard me talking about Progressive Medical Center. They have helped me feel my best. And Dr. Gulley, tell us a little bit about integrative medicine. Why is that such a big deal at Progressive Medical Center, and how can that make me feel better? Integrative medicine is just good medicine. It's combining the best of traditional medicine, nutritional medicine, natural medicine, and really helping the patient get to the root cause so they can take control of their health and really make an impact to improve not only their energy, their vitality, and just their overall outlook on their health and their life. I procrastinated for a long time before I finally made an appointment. So why should someone not delay and go ahead and get set up and come see you guys? Any journey begins with that first step. And that first step means making a decision to recognize that there's something wrong with you. Whether you have fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, not sleeping well, not concentrating, all of these issues, you can get to the root cause. So many of us here at The Fish have gotten help from Progressive Medical Center. So why don't you find out more from them today? Go to ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it Education, industry experts, back to the basics. Is your company using the Internet of Things to its fullest potential? Enlist the Peggy Smedley Institute and its team of experts to create a customized plan for how to apply the IoT to your specific needs. Learn everything you need to know to achieve tangible business outcomes in today's digital economy. Contact us at 630-933-0844 That's 630-933-0844 or visit learnitiot.com. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. 